Welcome to Terminal Talk, a podcast on mainframe and mainframe-related topics. I'm Frank. I'm Jeff. And before we get started with our guest, we just want to talk about our, I don't know, what are we talking about? Our sponsor? Our sponsor. There we go. Yeah. Our sponsor. Nodos? <laughs> Dippin' Dots. No, Dippin no, no. We, we, we stopped the, the Dippin' Dots thing. The ice cream at the future? <laughs> Expert advice for, for Z. Z. Yes. Uh, Expert advice for Z. If you're kind of stuck on something, you're following the dock, and it looks like it should work, but it ain't working... I uh, just want a little bit of uh, help. You know, this is no replacement for opening up a defect or working with your rep, but you go to ibm.biz slash Z underscore consult, and uh, it loads up this snazzy-looking web page, and you know, it says, schedule a call with an IBM Z expert. Uh, you get a 30-minute consultation with an IBM Z expert. Uh, basically, you say, you know, here's what I'm stuck on. Here's the best way to contact me. Here's the best time to contact me. You click schedule your call. And uh, they'll match you up with somebody who can uh, hopefully help you out. It's uh, couldn't be any simpler. And these are the kind of people that you'd hear on Terminal Talk. Yes, high quality technical people. None of those management types. Top notch. Top men. Right. <laughs> yeah. And this is you know it's a simple web page. You can tell that an actual designer made this. This isn't like you know uh, replicate your notes database <laughs> and submit a thing. It's 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 a web page. It looks like a real web page. Cool. Expert advice. For <laughs> Expert Z. advice for Z. It looks like a real web page. <laughs> but um, bum. Wow. So I love that. <laughs> I'll get that check any day. I, think, no, I think that one. Yeah, you should say that it's bottled and uh, <laughs> and uh, and uh, you can purchase it at all of your favorite uh, convenience and drugstores. It's right next to Geritol. <laughs> Preparation H. This is artisan Z consultation <laughs> on a baguette. <laughs> okay, our guest today, Scott Fagan who has been in the community for a really long time. 30 plus. Two, two years we, if you count when I started at IBM and 36 if you count my time working for a real customer. <laughs> <laughs> yes, yeah, so we, we try not to, once it's over 30, we try not to use real numbers anymore because it just gets embarrassing. So I should multiply <laughs> by the square root of minus one? There you go. Or, or just do it in hex. It's a little bit better. Than yeah, that. a little more efficient. <laughs> Ooh, that's a lot. So um, <laughs> we, we can actually talk about a bunch of different things, but before we turn the mics on, we st started talking a little bit about open source and and where we where we think open source fits in the community. Um, and you've been doing a lot of this kind of work over the over the last dozen or so years, right? Uh, at least, right? I mean, I did I did start here at IBM with ZOSMF before it was called ZOSMF. I left before it was named ZOSMF because it was called the new face of ZOS when the I was working face. on it. <laughs> we, we, we were wondering about what kind of lipstick we'd be putting on that <laughs> face <laughs> at that point. But, yeah, that'd be about, what, 2006? Yeah, that was a while ago. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> So yeah, so for, so for about a dozen years, you've been really looking at um, how how to stop thinking about ZOS as a as an an old engine, if you mm -hmm. will, right? Doing the the main the, the company's business. Mm -hmm. So yeah. uh, you you left IBM and you went to CA. What was your focus there? Oh, California. Here, the yeah, weather's nice. Yeah, that was <laughs> always the big issue at CA was that whenever somebody searched for it, they would get the state of California homepage. <laughs> <laughs> Seemed to really peeve the 
executive <laughs> management there. And they went through a, a whole boatload of uh, marketing leaders to try to solve that problem, which I don't know that has actually been solved. Actually, it has just been solved because the company will no longer be called CA pretty soon. Oh, that's right? true. Yeah, they've just been purchased by Broadcom. So, Oh, there you go. So that problem was, uh, solved. Yeah, yeah, that 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 solved my what do I do with my remaining CA stock problem. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but uh, and moving on from there, um, the uh, yeah. So the uh, one of the things that we had done. So I started off there. I was hired. Kind of it's funny because I was hired at IBM to you know to be on the Sysplex team, something brand new and different, right? <laughs> and uh, and then I you know went over to CA and. and my job for the first month and a half at CA was to pitch ideas to kind of revitalize the mainframe business at CA because what had happened was uh, under the previous administration before John Swainson came to CA after leaving IBM and running software group for a long time um, was he discovered that the that the real engine of cash in the company was all the mainframe products. So he actually recon- reconstituted the mainframe business unit or constituted a mainframe business unit there, uh, gave it to a guy named Chris O'Malley, who's now the CEO of CompuWare, to run. Um, so I think that was a, a real uh, shot of confidence there, right? And, you know, and Chris went out and hired a bunch of, you know, kind of mainframe semi-literate people like me. <laughs> um, actually, we had we had a couple of real heavy hitters, right? I mean, Vince Ray, no, no slacker himself, had been in CA forever. Um, and, uh, they also had hired in uh, Ron Higgin from Bull and Babbage BMC days, and Chris Craddock also from there, and uh, a number. You know, and and we were just trying to figure out what what could we do to sort of apologize for the 1990s at CA, <laughs> um, and 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 get things going again. So one of the so after a number of really sort of bad ideas, you know, to you know wait you know wait too much pie in the sky stuff. I said, you know, I said one of the things that IBM's done that really um, hurts CA as a business is that if you want to get all the stuff loaded on the machine, right, you get a server pack, system pack, whatever PAC, right, you know, PAC to IBM was like I to Apple, right, <laughs> um, except that they put it at the end instead of the front. Um, think and, different. And just, yeah, well, you got to yeah, think different, right? <laughs> uh, but um, well, let's go back to 1984. Um, but uh, the, yeah, so I said, oh, and, and we, we, started to talk to some customers who were, you know, maybe not the happiest with CA, but, you know, certainly um, somewhat tethered to the products that they have from CA. I, I could use a more pejorative term. <laughs> um, but, uh, and, I, and, and they said, uh, and, and I said, so Chris, just ask these guys, you know, what, you know, what sort of effort do they have to go through to, to get this stuff solved, you know, to get it all running and up and and, and consistently going, and he said, and every customer said, you know, I said, they, we have like three guys that do the entire IBM stack, right? You know, you give us, you know, the custom pack, system pack, server pack, right? We load the thing down. It takes a couple days, right? We do some testing. We start to run it through sandboxes. No big deal. Now with you guys, right? I got a guy for Endeavor, and I got a guy for an IDMS, and I got a guy for Datacom, and I got a guy for this, and a guy for that. And, it, and at some point, right, the number of guys, or in some cases gals, doing this work costs far more than the software costs, mm-hmm. right? And so it's just ineffective. And so we, we kind of came up with the idea for um, mainframe 2.0, which was sort of solve the installation problem. 
and do it in a way that was accessible, right? And, you know, and, and not just accessible, but, you know, it's got to be raw, sexy, you know? <laughs> and, um, and so we, you know, we went and got some, you know, to do it quickly, we, we used open source software, right? We used Tomcat. We used uh, Spring Framework, all kinds of good stuff. And we, we hooked up Spring Framework to Datacom. How's that? You know, <laughs> how, how's that for, a, you know, a, a mix and match of technology? Um, but, and it... And I just whacked the thing. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> so there you go. Um, but uh, yeah, so you, 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 we were able to very rapidly and with a very small number of pretty smart people put something together that allowed um, a much smaller number of people at a customer site to install software, right? And it was all, you know, GUI based, looked way better than, you know, than what IBM had with a, you know, boatload of ISPF panels. Uh, certainly wasn't as sophisticated. It didn't need to be. But we were able to go and sort of reinvigorate the community and say, hey, you know what, you know, we're, we're the customer success people. We're not here to extract more money from your wallet. We're actually here to give you something that will make your life easier, reduce your costs, have people who are, you know, who tend to be fighting uh, with the installation of CA products. You know, I don't know how many times we heard uh, the words bypass ID followed by a four-letter <laughs> um, <laughs> appellation. There we go. There we go. Four letter Ooh. appellation. Uh, yeah, and and that, you know, and that's and that's kind of a good way. It's a good segue to get in, and now you can maybe sell them something new, or uh, and and beyond that, right? One of the problems that we had always had at CA was that customers ran the product exactly as when they got it, right? So if they acquired the product in 1987, it was running in 2008 exactly the way it was running in 1987 because it was hard. It's hard to change. Um, and so we, you know, the, the whole idea of being able to acquire, install, configure, and deploy, right? Oh, sounds like DevOps, doesn't it? Um, <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> right, it, it, it's not a new idea, but making it easy is, is, right. is was something that's very important. And, and you know, it's a, but it, the way to do sort of a project like that that's, is to use technology that's tried and true. Tomcat was tried and true. All, all this stuff was tried and true. I mean, and this is 12 years ago. Right. You know, it's not, you know, it's it, it's not like it's hard. It's just a matter of deciding to do so, right? I remember taking the um, the open source class here a few years earlier than that, right? And the, uh, the legal person, whose name I won't say, um, described it as open source software, <laughs> <laughs> right? Because every time you scratched it the wrong way, something bad would happen. Oh. <laughs> I, I, and, but I, you know, from from that perspective, right? They were really looking to defend the company, right? What what's a lawyer's job at a business is to make sure you don't do anything stupid, and 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 it's not just stopping you short of doing something stupid it's stopping you 500 feet from doing something right. stupid right you know so that from they thinking can, about doing something right, yeah, stupid. Right. are you thinking about doing something stupid <laughs> don't even think about, about it, it. I'm, I'm curious how, how does it work when you know it sounds like you know ca and other companies you know they they um make their bank by by finding like a, a weakness or some area to improve upon in what's provided in the general ibm software stack how how well does that really play into the software that already goes out there? Like, is it? That's a harsh description. Right? <laughs> ISVs exist because IBM software is deficient. That's, <laughs> I, I, you know, I think to some extent that was probably true forty years ago, okay. 40 years ago. I, there's a lot of stuff out there now that's somewhat innovative, right? And and it, and the stuff that's more innovative, with with all due respect to my ISV brethren. Um, 
is actually adaptations of stuff that's being done on the distributed side, right? Okay. You know, Splunk, right? That's probably the best example of something that was just sort of really cool technology that's turned into a solution to real problems, right? And that's, you know, that, that's kind of the thing that I always thought is that, you know, don't write software because there's a hole in your pants, right? <laughs> write, write software because you want to solve somebody's problem. problem. A hole in your pants is, you know, just get a patch or get a new pair of pants. <laughs> right. Hmm. You know, and, and, and so you, and I, I think that to some extent, right, the, the whole community has to look at that, right? I mean, if you're going to fight in the Windows world or you're going to fight in the, in the Linux world, you've got to make something that matters, right? You can't make the, you know, you know I don't want to. I, I guess I got to be careful, right? I don't want to pick on a particular product or set of products <laughs> because because they're because they're doing what you said, Jeff. Right? They're just they're just off like, oh, there's this big hole, and we'll just solve the hole. Right. Um, and and I think to some extent, what's going to happen with the greater adoption, if 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 you know, if we can get the model right, and we we're talking about the model before we started recording, right? Yeah. The, if if you can get the model right, open source software will destroy the products that are solving holes. Because somebody's going to solve the hole for free, right. because they're mad, right? I mean, like you know, the, the whole the whole point about Linux is you know a couple of guys got decided that they they didn't like Bill Gates and Steve Ballmer and they were going to just compete, right? And they're going to compete by getting all their buddies together to write a bunch of code, which in the beginning probably wasn't anywhere near as good as Windows, but uh, now is as good or better than right, right in many cases, and you know, and the. The cool thing is, is that it didn't kill Windows, right? It made Windows be better, right? Right? Yeah, I, I, I distinctly remember mm -hmm. when Linux went from a hobbyist thing mm -hmm. to enterprise solutions being available for it, and you'd start to see like Oracle now available for Linux. Like, mm -hmm. oh, th the thing, the thing that we were just playing on is now like a real thing. Yeah. Like, and that was one of the things. Is as somebody would spend a lot of time with um, C level executives, right? to, to be in a room with with a C level executive. And um, his direct reports, and he would say, you know, we don't have any Linux in our enterprise. <laughs> and then, yeah, that's good. <laughs> and that's what happened, right? Yeah. Uh, All of his direct reports are like, oh my God, who's going to tell him? And we, <laughs> Dad, do you have a DVD player in the place? <laughs> <laughs> right. It's it it grew because to your point of, hey, I can do this better, mm -hmm. faster, easier mm -hmm. uh, if I just, you know, build. What we would call today shadow IT, but mm -hmm. this is what worked. Yep. And and I think your, your point of it makes everybody better is is important, right? Mm -hmm. Because um, if we embrace, like you said, if we get the model right and mm -hmm. embrace it, uh, we can we can do a lot of really good things. When you talk about getting the model right, what do you see that as? Well, you know, the, there's an interesting economy of scale difference between yes. Linux or Windows and ZOS, right? The, the, ZOS is a pretty small ecosystem, comparatively speaking, right? I mean, I don't know that there's any any household <laughs> outside the second world <laughs> that doesn't have multiple devices that are programmable in it, right? right. I mean, so you, you're, you're not talking about, um, you know, 10 financial institutions, 10 insurance companies, five you know, major retailers, right, being the the, the, the end, be all, end all, right? You can't, yeah, so the, the, the numbers don't stack up really well to build a community of developers, right? Especially, right, if you don't have a entry point uh, for people who want to develop that 
can do so with just a guy, right? You know, lots of these, you know, you, it does, what does it take to become an Apple iPhone developer? Not much, yeah. right? You know, Intent. you know, it, it, you know, you, you you need a Mac and you need an iPhone yeah. <laughs> and a little bit of software, and off you go, right? If I want to write code for Z for the Z platform for ZOS, I need a lot, right? I need a lot more than a guy or a pair of guys or even a dozen guys are going to be able to to get together, right? You know, you, you're 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 at the point where you need a venture capitalist to get you going. Right. It's. I think it's also a, a big challenge to kind of read which direction the wind is blowing. Like mm-hmm. in an open source, you know, Apple even kind of world, you can say, well, you know, this ticket has been bumped up like a thousand times. You know, yeah. we're going to start taking a look at this. In the, the Z community, it's kind of like, well, two banks have asked for this. We kind of hope the same two banks are interested by the time we're done with it. Right. <laughs> yeah. But even so, right, do you want, I mean, if you're talking about we being IBM or we being, uh, you know, the ISV community, right, why why is it that close the community? Why couldn't it just be, you right. know, guy, you know, I, I, you know, the development community, while larger than the ZOS development community, is still pretty tight-knit, right? Most most people, in de- you know, who develop or run software or run you know IT systems are hooked up with people who run it on other platforms and other companies so they talk to each other right there just isn't that much of an opportunity for somebody to say I see this problem I'm going to go and invest five grand of my own money right, right. and try to solve this problem on weekends right it, that's how a lot of this stuff happens in the distributed right. world um, and you, there's just no way to do that um, you know, we were just kind of wandered out of a Zoe presentation, right? And and so there's, I like the idea, right? Let's make it easier for people to do this stuff. So you've made it technically easier. My wallet still hasn't gotten any bigger, <laughs> <laughs> and and the risk reward is not there yet. You know, it's right. it's not. You know, it, there's no there's no Hercules priced. Solution. Right? <laughs> the barrier uh, can, to I say, can I say the Hercules? Can I say yeah. the Hercules word on this podcast? Yes. Okay, <laughs> <laughs> I, mean, I don't have one. I don't, and I and I tell people who have them to not have them. But you know that <laughs> that you, you know it, it's not. You know you can't just go on to you know Amazon.com and buy everything that you need to develop for this platform. Right. You just can't. Mm-hmm. Right. Then, when you talked a, a little bit earlier about um, the fact that you were starting to focus on open source as a way of doing things at CA. Mm-hmm. How hard was it to get the company to 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 turn to JBoss and um given that CA was a purely software company, no no hardware considerations, it was a lot easier than than at IBM. Now, of course, right, we're we're you know, we're not talking parallel time frames, right? The the time frame when I was working on the the Proto ZOSMF um, it was a lot harder, right? I, you know, remember Steve Hankels, right? Mm-hmm. So, so I said, I said to Steve, right? You know, we we need a web server, and he's like, Yeah, I know. I don't even have an image big enough to run WebSphere, you know, <laughs> kind of thing. <laughs> and I said, So, do you think you could get something like Tomcat running? And he goes, Yeah, this shouldn't take long, right? And you know, he took the the, the kind of the first release of the Tomcat that was ZOS ready, which which really meant it would sort of start, <laughs> yeah. not do much else. Um, and he got the guess the number I'm thinking of between one to ten <laughs> Java application to run, right? And I and I, I so I said how long does this take? And he goes oh, about twenty minutes to get the whole thing going. And I said so and how well does it run? And he goes well the console is full of gibberish. <laughs> I said I said. 
what do you mean it's full of gibberish? She goes, yeah, nobody ASCII. nobody solved the ASCII to EBCDIC conversion problem for the error messages. Right. <laughs> Said so, you know, but but you know that that, but to be able to do that, right, in twenty minutes, have an application up and running, not one that did anything useful, but you know what? There's a whole lot behind making a web page right. show up, right? You know, it's not it's not like what we're teaching. You know the the youngins in school today. Yeah, you, you just need to use Node.js and the world is solved, right? Right. The, the, the technology stack between I'm, I'm gesturing with my hands, mm-hmm. right? The technology stack between Node.js and the underlying hardware is so thick, right? Oh, yeah. That it wouldn't have run 20 years ago, right? Right. I mean, it, you know, there's 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 you're you're truly standing on the shoulders of giants to get that right. stuff going. Right. So, um, you know, so what we're doing now is good, right? But is it is it going to be enough, right? You know, I you know as an ISV, I'm concerned, right? I want to know what is you know what what when you when you offer somebody something, right? There's what's in it for me and what's right. it going to cost me, right? And if what's what it's going to cost me in terms of whether it's fear, uncertainty, and doubt, or real dollars is greater than the value that I see coming, I'm not I'm not going to show up, right. right? I'll just keep using JBoss, <laughs> right? Right? I mean that you know I I it's a it's a it's kind of a a more known unknown than right. than, than than Zoe. I, again, I have you know nothing against against it from a, a tech stack perspective, but is it is it going to garner the kind of activity that Linux would or Tomcat would or JBoss would so that it moves along fast enough? You know, there, there's a reason why there's still plenty of vended software out there, right? It's because because there's green pieces of paper floating back right. and forth with people <laughs> writing it and the people buying it. Right. Right. And that's key, yeah. right? I have yeah. to provide some differentiated value. Right. Right. And that to me is is going to be really important. What I what I wonder if we get to the point where using software to manage the system um, becomes more open sourcey, right? Mm-hmm. So I provide more scripting. Uh, will that enable customers to start sharing um, their management scripts with other customers? I, I think I think it's already happening, right? Because a lot of that, right? Remember. You can go way back, right? You know the the melon mods, right? That to go back to. I'm well, sorry, you, the what? The what? <laughs> the, the, the melon mods, right? A bunch of, I guess, you know, melon bank. Is that like to, the Muffin Man? Yeah, <laughs> the melon mods were written by the Muffin Man. Okay, <laughs> he lives on Drury Lane. Oh, That's what I hear. <laughs> but uh, uh, but uh, no, the millennials are going. What the hell are you guys talking, talking about? about? Yeah. So w- I was this must be the 70s, right? Yes. Where, where the uh, you know the melon bank was probably one of the most sophisticated users of Jazz Two. Okay. Okay. And Jez2 wasn't a program product per se. It was just a boatload of code that the customers had to assemble, right? And oh, so it wasn't integrated into the or M- MVS? MVS yeah. wasn't yeah. integrated into MVS. Yes. Oh, it was, it was <laughs> at a, this time. Okay. That, like the, the TCP funny. IP stack was still a... It was all okay. It was, well, so <laughs> MVS used to be open source, right? There was a time that... that uh, it was a long time ago, but the, a long uh, time ago, yeah. it was it was open source, and everybody but everybody contributed. Okay. Well, the customers fixed their own problems right. and told you, right? Like you know, so the, the, the there was a time right where having the smartest systems programmer made a difference, 
right? It, it really did. I mean, that time ended in the probably the mid-80s. Okay. But, but there were – it was – Advan- you know, it was advantageous to me to find somebody who knew jazz and knew VTAM and, and knew MVS, right? And were able to diagnose performance problems or diagnose, you know, not the really significant problems, but the, the, the kind of problems that would be, you know, get in the way of things getting done faster. And, and those people got paid pretty good for their time. They were, you know, leading guys and, you know, they were at share and they were talking about stuff and they did share, right? And so that you could buy, you could buy, you could download the melon mods from right. them and, 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 and your Jazz 2 would run better, right? Right. And that was, it's funny how as soon as IBM kind of made stuff less open sourcey, um, that the community stopped trusting each other, Right. Is it is it that because the CBT is still out there? That's and, true. And um, that is true. And 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 people do share it, share, and and used to share it guide. Um, yeah, but, but don't it, you it, think that share has become much more vendors talking about what they've done? There aren't as many user sessions as there used to. No, be. No, there definitely aren't. Right, and and I think that some of the issue is what you're talking about is that companies are much more close to the vest, but I don't think that that's because IBM went OCO. Fair right? enough. I, I think that's much more because the lawyers have taken over <laughs> lots of aspects of the business, of the businesses that they're in, and, and these people are just caught up in the net of the, the legal issues, right? So if I right. tell you know if I tell you something and you go and do it, you might sue me if something goes, uh, wrong. goes wrong. More than that, more than... More than um, you know, I'm you know, hey, you know, I work over at Fred's Bank and you're at Barney's Bank, and hey, you know, here's a couple of here's a couple of scripts that I use to to make the you know system IPL fast or right. something. But I, I would think, um, and actually, I hope that managing your system is not really part of your intellectual property. Not anymore, right? Mm-hmm. And so, I, I think that we're at a point in history when we should be able to as companies start sharing the management scripts um, hmm. so that things like Zoe um, um, could provide you a, we really have to do a, sesh, a session on Zoe. Right. <laughs> but I'm just thinking about, you know, finish, finish your thought. But, but the idea is that if, if we're not competing for managing our systems, making my scripts open source um, and you making yours open source, we can actually help each other um, whether or not we're in the same business or competitors, because it's not part of what we're competing about. Well, but I'll you know offer that it's it's not the sharing part, right? It's the stuff that stops being distinctive and starts being commodity should just be in the system, right? Right? Hmm. It's not you know it, it, you know nobody. You know, nobody spends any time figuring out, you know, how to tear apart a server pack so they can do it CPPDO style, right? <laughs> I mean, it, 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 and there were people who did that stuff, right? I, yes. I remember at my one of the very first shares I went to right after, you know, the disk drive stopped being disk drives, right? You know, it stopped being this giant platter spinning around, right? right? And I remember these two guys, and, and they were, you know, they, they probably looked – to me, like I look to somebody who's 20, <laughs> 25, uh, and you know, and, and they were describing how they would place, they would do placement of the VTOC and the VTOC index in a particular way for v- different volumes because of the way this, the disk was accessed. Right. 
and they're and they're arguing back and forth. But if I do this, then and then if I do this, then I walked up and I was just kind of interested, right? Because you know this. Hey, they're they're talking about you know squeezing five seconds out of the IPL or something, right? Right. And and I said so you know, wh- and I just you know because I had just been to the whatever the tour, or, you know, looked at the the new whatever Shark Box or whatever it was right. called at the time, and I said I said so why does that matter anymore? And the guy's like, well, you know, the, the head's here, and, and if I have to, and I have to go, you know, so I put, you know, I put the, the VTOC at the center and the VTOC index below the VTOC, and I put the nucleus above the VTOC, and I put the link lie, or sorry, LPA lie below it, you know, and that minimizes. I said, but that doesn't matter anymore. And he goes, what do you mean it doesn't matter anymore? I said, because those those bits are not contiguous anywhere anymore. I mean, they're spread out over hundreds of dry, and, and these guys, but these guys are like, you know, it, it was like, you know, the scene from, from Back to the Future, right? McFly! <laughs> <laughs> I got to get my homework, you know, I got to get my, those reports retyped, right? You know, what, what if I turned them into in your secretary's handwriting? <laughs> that would be horrible. Yeah. But it would be cool to get back to that, that model of, of sharing, you know, Zoe scripts or whatever. Did You just uh, contributed some, some code this past week, I, I understand. I did. Yeah. I did. I contributed some, some code in one of the open source uh, libraries to create users create and delete users on the system mm-hmm. um, so that if you had a Linux background and you're used to doing a, a regular uh, you know user ad you could do that and it would automatically create an alias for you and it'll create a default profile or do all kind of the MVS things right. underneath the covers but you didn't have to know all that um, uh, I, th- I think that model, of creating something that other people can use. They don't have to think about it. Mm-hmm. Even even if you're good at Z, stopping the typos mm-hmm. right, would, would be helpful. But more importantly, there, we're about to face new people coming in to be sysprogs. And if we can make it easy for them to get started and not feel like they have to, you know, be apprenticed for a year before they're useful... I think that's important and valuable. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it does no doubt that um, anything that reduces the distinctiveness of the platform exactly. right, to the casual user, right? I mean, and that's it. I love that. Can I? Mm-hmm. That's a good quote right there. The, uh, reducing the distinctiveness of the platform to the casual user. Yes. Well, because because you know people like you know oh well Windows is easy. No, it's not. Right. <laughs> people people who actually manage Windows for a living. Right are just as good at Windows as the people who manage ZOS for a living, right? There are people who do this, right? You know, and they don't do it through the Windows GUI, right? <laughs> they open up, you know, what what is just the, you know, the the long lost child of the DOS command prompt yeah. and start typing. PowerShell. Right. You know, they yeah. you know, they they're not, you know, they're not uh, they're not, you know, oh, I'll click here and I'll right click here and I'll take the third drop down here. No, they they open up the they open up a window that they type in. Right. And they know all the commands and they know what to do and they, you know, they're able to interpret the the error messages, right? And 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 so there's always going to be a need for that. It doesn't matter for Windows, Linux, Unix, right? It doesn't matter. Um, you know, just the same thing for people who are good Java programmers, right? There are casual Java programmers, and then there are the they're the people who do it in anger, <laughs> and um, <laughs> and 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 they have to know this stuff. And if they're and if they're not, you know, if they're not if they're not good at it, they're they're going to get left behind. Right. And and so it's it's it, I think that. You, Anything that we can do to make it look, you know, you know, 
why does Linux look like Windows, right? I mean, why does Windows look more like Mac, right? Because because it works, right? right. And and so you know, you, it's not it's it's not imitation because you know they're they're getting one up on us. They're, it's imitation because I have to I have to get to that point, right? Right. And so you know, why doesn't Z look like that, right? But at the same time, why doesn't Z look like that from the people who make it, right? Windows doesn't outsource, you know, their UI to a third party, right? It, there's, there's, you know, there's part of the system that just needs to be part of the system, and then there's, there's the stuff that's value add, and and you know, and then the you know, sort of the the progression of time, the value add stops being value add after a while. Right, it's like the uh, like the flashlight app on the on the iPhone. Right. right? How many iPhones, <laughs> how many iOSs did it take before the flashlight app disappeared and just became part of, part the, of the control panel? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And Apple's really good at doing stuff like that. But but that's good, right? Yeah. You you know you you have to you have to eat your way up the food chain, right? And and you know, it, 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 they don't want. I mean, from their own perspective, right? They don't want you know somebody writing the ninety nine cent. Apple, you know, flashlight app. It's only to have somebody write the seventy-nine cent one, right? Than to write the fifty-nine cent one, and all that they're just going to do is kill the ecosystem, right? You got to get that. You, you know, it's it's the it's the I guess it's the moral equivalent of bottom feeding, right? You know, you got to be the lobster or the crab or whatever's on the bottom, <laughs> eat that crud up, right, mm-hmm. and just get it out of the way so that people don't want to fight for it anymore, right? Because there are people who will fight for five cents, right? Yeah, a lot of people don't re- don't remember that uh, iTunes was a, made by a company called soundscape first Mm -hmm. apple bought that out and said that looks nice we're gonna slap an apple logo on that right and you know here we are 13 releases later i'd I'd like to go back a couple but (laughs) but you know when 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 some when you know it goes to this desire path thing that people are sick of hearing from us like (laughs) once people start wearing a path in the ground it's Mm -hmm. it's time to pay attention to that that. yeah maybe we should take that path (laughs) right no exactly well you know you know why why are trains why why is the gauge of trains the united states right a certain width right it turns out it's the the width of a wagon, which is the width of two horses' rear ends, or something. Yeah, and you know, it it, 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 there just comes a point where you don't want to fight with it anymore. Just, just give up, let it be that way, and move on. Right, and and we don't, you know, and 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 for some reason, it's just not, it, it's not really caught on in the Z world, right? Again, we, you know, there's just so many products that are that are based on you know fixing the holes in your pants, right. and <laughs> and and you know. As I was sitting through the Zoe presentation, you know, and thinking about all the things that were being turned out as APIs, right? What an opportunity to destroy the low end of the ecosystem, right? right? To just basically come in with a small, you know, with a low-grade nuclear weapon, and you know, how many products could you wipe out and solve for customers, right? You know, if 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 all the if all the technology in the Zoe stack winds up being in the Zoe stack, it will it will be sort of momentous, right? Because somebody will just say, you know what, I can win by making my my opponents lose, right? I mean, that's always been a big part of the IBM strategy. It's something I've tried to explain <laughs> to people at times is that, you know, the reason why Eclipse is the way Eclipse is is because, you know, because the the, the Microsoft Visual Studio version was just better, right? So, you know, if you're not going to compete, mm-hmm. right, give it away. Destroy right. your competitor, right? right? You know, so if 80% for free is better than 100% for fee. And, right. And that, and, that, and that holds true here. Right. And and you know, and so I kind of welcome that because it, it should accelerate. I mean, giving that stuff away if it's truly given away and the support models right, and you know, I'm obviously predicating this on a lot of ifs, right? <laughs> right. You know, you know, you know, the other thing about this particular open source project, which distinguishes it from others, is that it's started by three companies who compete, 
as opposed to a bunch of guys who saw a need for doing something, right? And so I don't know that that model, that that part of the model is going to hold up, right? You know, because if I give up more than you give up, you know, what do I get from you? Right. I I, I don't know, right? I'm not, you know, I'm not not in the room when the conversations are happening, but, um, you know, the Beatles broke up for less, right? (laughs) (laughs) The Beatles were a rock group. Sorry. (laughs) Millennials, you know. Millennials, right, yeah. Uh Let it be. That done. is interesting. I didn't, you know, you, typically when an open source project starts, it's you know, a couple companies or a couple people with the same interests that just want to together we are stronger than we are divided. Mm-hmm. You know, um, it will be interesting to see how the Zoe model goes forward because ultimately somebody will probably want to take the reins of it. Yeah, I'm, I'm more than Zoe. You know, Zoe is is kind of one incarnation, it's right? But, but, but the open the open source model. I think it's really important for us on on Z to figure out how to really leverage that right. in a way that that helps the the platform grow because quite frankly it needs it. Yeah, and mm-hmm. this is I think this is the the model using the word model a lot. This mm-hmm. is the model for future for growth on on the platform. You mentioned Splunk earlier. That's mm-hmm. that's something that started completely elsewhere and said, "You know what? This is a great fit for over here." Yeah. 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 So we're we're actually past the bottom of the hour yeah. here. Uh-oh. Uh So I want to you know thank should Scott we, Fagan for talking. Sure, Scott a chance to plug his. Uh, oh yeah, you should plug your your work and company I should, and I stuff. Plug my work and company. Yeah. Okay, well, I work. Uh, I'm now at uh, 21st Century Software. Uh, we're based in Wayne, Pennsylvania, and we have a um, kind of a, a dual mission in life these days. We have a number of storage management products, uh, and. Um, the business resilience products, which are what we call the legacy side of the house, which is, <laughs> <laughs> and we're actually also uh, an IBM business partner, and we um, we do the development for a number of IBM products as well. So, and I run that development organization. So, cool. So just kind of keep on going, and we are like uh, like anybody else, right? We we do look at uh, and are developing on open source software to do some of these new products because it's. Um, you know, it's 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 key to the future, right? You know, you don't it, first for a long time. I just you know, the Poughkeepsie and San Jose and Tucson were kind of the kings of the not invented here <laughs> approach to to software development. CA was definitely like that as well. Um, so hopefully, you know, I can take take some of the lessons of my long experience and um, and actually see if this old dog can do some new tricks. tricks. But yeah. So cool. it's it's, uh, it's interesting, right? It's always it's always good to have a challenge, and you know this is a, a challenging environment because we're you know we're changing from sort of a small independent company to a small I don't know codependent company. Right? <laughs> IBM relies on us, and we rely on I them know. too. So yeah. it's kind of an interesting story, mm-hmm. um, and you know it's uh, I think uh, there'll be a lot more of that I think as IBM is is choosing to shed what they call non core to their mission products right and and those and what we've discovered is that you know those products are definitely not (laughs) non-core to the ibm's customers that's right (laughs) right it's all a matter of perspective exactly exactly well thanks a lot no thank you guys i appreciate it you good old man charlie run us out you've been listening to terminal talk with frank and jeff For questions or comments, or if you have a topic you'd like to see covered on a future episode, direct all correspondence to contact at TerminalTalk.net. That's contact at TerminalTalk.net. Until the next time, I'm Charlie Lawrence, signing off.